Welcome to the University of Washington and California Golden Bears preview. I'm Kayla Olin, and we have a very special guest. Actually, played for California. It's Jeff MacArthur. Played with California from 2000 to 2004. Was three and two against the Huskies. So it'll be great to get his opinion on this coming game. Huge matchup. Was an All-American wide receiver as a junior before becoming a California Athletic Hall of Famer. Set five school receiving records and two big game marks. Jeff, thanks for taking the time to come on. It's been quite the hurdle, I guess is a good word to make this happen, but I'm super excited. Did you kind of want to touch base a little bit about who you are from California and what you did there? No big deal, right? <laughs> Speaking of perfect match, I think it's a great match to have you on because I think the story of these teams are passing and defense. So it'll be great when we do talk about that to get your opinion on things. And so we're just going to kind of jump right in and rewind to last season, 2018. The Washington Huskies went into California six and two in the season, faced a four and three Golden Bears team much earlier in the season. This time around, both teams are healthy. But how much of that game carries over into the matchup? today. And that's also a great segue as the dogs are a 13 and a half point favorite. And as hard as I'm rooting for the dogs being a Washington alumni myself, it's really only 10 and a half point favorite since I'm putting air quotes around bonus points goes towards the home team. Both teams are one and oh. So do you feel that that's an accurate betting line in your opinion? Spreads are always so hit or miss, I feel, early in the season, especially right now. You have a week one. Both teams have only played one game 
and at that not even a Pac-12 conference game. This is Pac-12 opener. And so how much you can really put as a spread with these two teams and what they have actually shown is still very little. And I think that people who are big on this Jacob Eason train, it is great. And I am full for supporting your school's quarterback. But how much of a test was Washington and Jacob Eason with Eastern Washington in comparison to Cal, who, I mean, we're going to talk about the defense a little bit, but is that the true test? Or do you think as a California fan that what Jacob Eason showed last week is what he'll bring today? Yeah, and to kind of wrap up one more, a little bit of a statistic and what statistic means going into this game, California is actually 0-15 on the road against ranked teams. Do you think that statistic plays into the game at all? Uh, do you think it's in the back of coaches' minds, players' minds? It's almost like you can see my interview notes because that is a perfect segue into kind of what I wanted to talk about next. And that's player attitude before a game like this. Is player attitude huge? Evan Weaver, you and I kind of talked about him a little bit, came out of Gonzaga Prep in Washington as a linebacker for California, said that we will be ready next Saturday. You can believe that. After his comment on a disappointing and uncharacteristic California defense performance. He then followed up by saying, we will fly up there and we'll beat them Saturday. That's what we do. We win games. How much do you think that plays a role in both California and Washington player minds? Probably just taped around the locker room right now. Exactly. And I think that's where coach Chris Peterson and Justin Wilcox are the same. And because, of course, coach Pete was asked about it in his weekly press conference and he responded how a typical coach Pete would respond and he thought he doesn't pay attention to any of that. And he might not, but 
how would you, I guess, handle something like that? Do you think the coaches actually don't pay attention to it or do you think they use it to fuel fire? I have never been in a locker room as a player. So this is where it's really interesting to hear your side of things. <laughs> and you're a high school football coach down in California. Would you, even with high school, would you do the same thing? Would you post that if that was something said about a game coming up? Perfect. And so kind of moving into the actual players, I'm just going to basically talk about the top running backs, receivers, and the quarterbacks. And then I want your opinion on each of them and their part that they were going to play in the game today. So the top running back for California is Christopher Brown Jr. He's a sophomore, six foot one, 230 pounds, has 36 carries for 197 yards, an average of 5.5 yards per carry, and finished with a touchdown from last week. I say that each of these players as a heads up are the top because they have one game to go off of. So I was just going to say, so, I mean, they may not be the top overall in the program, but as the season stands, that's kind of the top. So Christopher Brown Jr., what do you think? hey five and a half yards a carry essentially if he gets it every two times that's a first down to slowly move down the field but the top run back for washington which has probably come as a surprise to everyone is richard freshman richard newton six foot 210 pounds. He had 12 touches for 91 yards, averaging 7.6 yards a carry and actually scored Washington's first touchdown of the season last weekend. Not sure anyone in Las Vegas had those odds, but what do you think about him coming into this game? And we're going to talk about quarterbacks here in a second, but definitely going to be a passing game today, I think. So top receiver for the Golden Bears, Kakoa Crawford, junior, 6'1", 190, had three receptions for 84 yards and a pair of touchdowns, averaged 28 yards a reception. That is some good hands.
And that's kind of how Washington handled Eastern Washington last week. Had about five different receivers, but the top receiver coming into the game is Andre Bocelli. He's a senior, 5'10", 175 pounds. Also had 84 yards last weekend, but on five receptions and a touchdown, making his average 16.8 per catch. How do you handle a... I'm not going to call him small because he's much taller than me, but shorter wide receiver. How do you prep? Because he has the speed. He runs a very quick 40. I wish I could remember off the top of my head, but are you in a zone? How are you going to handle that type of receiver? Perfect. And before we get into quarterback comparisons, I think a fun topic that I have to talk on because it doesn't really affect the outcome of the game. It's not something that happens all too often. And it's not just a game rivalry, but a family rivalry. The Your, your sophomore quarterback, Chase Garbers, is going to start under center for the Bears. And in the stands will be his younger brother, Ethan Garbers, who is verbally committed to Washington for this next incoming class of 2020. And Ethan has commented that he's a UW fan no matter what. And he doesn't care who's playing. Actually said, I'm rooting for the dogs this weekend. How do you take that? <laughs> I think I read somewhere that they actually have competitions to see who can finish their food faster at the dinner table. So... <laughs> One parent's probably going to wear one jersey and the other has to wear the other. I can only see that that's the way they keep it neutral there. But like I'm exactly like I mentioned, quarterback for Cal is Chase Garbers. He's 6'2, 205 pounds, was 16 for 28 last weekend against UC Davis with 238 yards, an average of 8.5 yards per pass, and a long of 37. Overall completion percentage of 57.1%, two touchdowns, one interception to his name. I feel like that reflects his last year's game just with the completion and had 14 touchdowns 10 interceptions actually finished last in the Pac-12 with passing efficiency rating of 119.88 and yeah I guess I mean you played with Aaron Rodgers so quarterback play how big is it that Chase Garbers has a huge game
Most definitely. And to kind of be underestimated, Washington has the advantage of playing against Chase Garbers last season. But the quarterback for Washington is Georgia Bulldog transfer Jacob Eason, who had to sit out against last year's loss to California due to the transfer portal rules. Eason last weekend was 27 for 36, completion percentage of 75% even, threw for 349 yards with four touchdowns, a career record for him, averaging just shy of 10 yards a throw and had a long bomb one play drive of 50 yards, which I'm going to be honest, I don't think we're going to see this today just because of California's defense. How do you prepare for numbers like that? Again, really great segue because there is no doubt that California has one of the best defenses in the Pac-12. Preseason rankings even had them as the overall number one defense in the conference. And Washington only returning one of their starting secondaries. Do you think this game will come down to these defensive units? Is that what wins the game or is it the quarterback battle? So what is your key for California to win the game? If I remember correctly from looking at your statistics last weekend, I think your passing and rushing game was only about five yard difference. It was, it was fairly balanced. So exactly kind of like you said, getting the run game early so you can open up the pass, vice versa. And I feel like that's also Washington's as well. The Achilles heel has always been plays up the middle. So if Washington can stop that run early, I think the secondary is deep enough that it's not something they have to worry about as much as stopping that run game for sure. And I guess it's a great time to ask your prediction on the score of the game. I'm, I'm not going to make fun of you if you pick Washington, but I'm also not going to be surprised if you pick Cal either. Twenty-four, twenty-one, Cal. Ooh, okay. Mine's mine's a little bit further apart than that. I I'm thinking twenty-four, thirty-one, dogs. Thank thank you. 
<laughs> we'll have to see. But thank you so much for taking the time to coming on and doing this interview with us. It's great to have a former Cal receiver talking about this game, especially a very respected one who holds records like you were talking about earlier. And do you have anything else you want to add, things I missed? Well, thank you. <laughs> You're not too bad for a golden bear yourself. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Thank you so much, though. And hopefully we can do this again. And good luck, I guess. I don't know if I should say good luck because I don't mean, I mean, I do mean it. But <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for listening and hopefully you enjoyed it and enjoy Jeff MacArthur again. Thank you. And go dogs. Bye.